What's up, podcast peeps? Thank you for listening to my last episode. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for the kind emails you have sent. I've been having to make a lot of the requests that I get um, be only via email that I will answer. But for those of you that really want me to do an episode on them, I will honor that. But anyway, in today's episode... I'm going to talk about October and the things that I will be doing in October to make it worthwhile. If you have ever requests, you can always go to www.cmhossack.com. Link should be in the description. Go to the contact page and send me your request on something you want me to solve or whatever, and I'll email you back. And maybe even do an episode on it if you request that. Um, so how am I making October 2023 the most fun and interesting month possible. To tell you the truth, any plan that I make, it all starts with what I'm looking forward to. And what I'm looking forward to is like the experience of either achievement or just pure bliss, not that they're mutually exclusive. You know, so one goal could be losing a certain amount of weight by the end of each week or every two weeks, or the whole month. Like, it could be a goal like that, something to achieve, or it could just be a really blissful experience, like, well, I want to see X amount of movies each week throughout October. You know, it's just something really fun to do. But, you know what, the number one the number one fun that I want to have is books. And I actually want to share with you the books that I'm diving into, I wrote a newsletter issue about it that was issued today. Most of them are biographies, like they're biographical. And uh, the first one is about Elon Musk by Walter Isaacson. The second one, which is the one I I first started, Benjamin Franklin by Walter Isaacson. I love Ben Franklin. I love Elon Musk, too. They're both interesting people. However, Ben Franklin lived a crazy interesting life. And I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, he... I already knew a lot about him before I started listening to this audiobook. But I got the audiobook because I want to hear about Ben Franklin from Walter Isaacson's perspective. Uh, Then the third one is Leonardo da Vinci by Walter Isaacson. (laughs) You know... What's great about biographies is that they can teach you success insights with a ton of relatability. Like, you can see the human side of these people, the good and the bad, and you can see yourself in both the good and the bad of this particular, you know, noteworthy person who did something so noteworthy that they are remembered throughout time. And Elon Musk is alive. And so it's like, it's interesting to read biographies of people who are alive, right? Like, um, I'm not even talking about like memoirs, though that's interesting too. But biographies, I mean, they're nothing to sneeze at. You might th- you might think that's boring. It's like, why do I want to hear about Elon Musk's life? Or why? who cares about Leonardo da Vinci's history or Ben Franklin, any of that? Well, they did noteworthy things that were noteworthy people. And I mean... I would imagine that these exceptionally great people have a lot of worthwhile things to say. 
And then there's Carrying the Fire by Michael Collins. It's about an astronaut. And I actually finished that one um, a couple days ago. I'm going to re-listen to it anyway because it was really good. And then the non-biographical stuff, The Making of the Atomic Bomb by Richard Rhodes. And the reason that's important to me is because I want to understand um, power from a human perspective and filter this book through the lens of evolutionary psychology and see how um, the invention of the atomic bomb impacted our world today. It's interesting because, like, we since since World War II, a lot of wars have been like proxy wars or conflicts like Vietnam and Korea. And then, like, uh, now we have this invasion um, where Russia is invading Ukraine. And there's been talk about nuclear weapons and things like that and different measures and negotiations and diplomacy. And, you know, it's, it's like if the atomic bomb wasn't invented, would that have happened way earlier or perhaps never at all? Or like, I, I want to know how this impacted human events and, you know, humanity and history, human history. And then there's the week, the week, the world, <clears throat> the week, the world, <laughs> there's a tongue twister. The week the world stood still inside the secret Cuban Missile Crisis, Stanford Nuclear Age Series by Sheldon M. Stern. I am very fascinated by the Cuban Missile Crisis, which is somewhat related to the invention of the atomic bomb. And, uh, you know, it was it was definitely an interesting event in U.S. history, and a lot of bad things were prevented from happening, and it's worth looking into from a historical perspective. And then there's a Vietnam book, We Were Soldiers Once and Young, The Battle That Changed the War in Vietnam by Lieutenant General Harold G. Moore. I think they made a movie about this book called We Were Soldiers. I remember my dad liked it. My dad's a Vietnam veteran. But yeah, you know what? These are my studies. Are there, like Those are the books that I'll be reading. And it's going to enhance my framework of reality and all the things that I understand about living in the United States. And, you know, um, you know these people and how they became successful and you know maybe there's things i could adopt from them to make me a bit more successful and maybe make my life more interesting yeah i mean you could read whatever books you want you could read fiction you could you could read technical books you could like whatever you want to do you know books are a huge part of like how i have fun i finally converted to digital you know, I didn't know that reading on a Kindle would be different than reading on my laptop or phone. Okay, I didn't know that. But I know that now. I Like, in February of this year, I got a Kindle. I cannot be separated from that thing. I always carry it with me in my bag. I bring it with me everywhere, even to the movies. Not that I'm reading in the movies. And, you know. But there's a food court near the movie theater in the mall. So I like to read a book there, you know, before and after the movie. But anyway, like, you know, I switched to digital and 
I was just trying it out. I just I just went fine. I'll finally get a Kindle. Why not try it out? And I prefer over physical books. There are some physical books I own because I can't get a digital copy of them. But I mean, like it's so great for minimalists to have a digital book, like a Kindle. Like it's convenient. I got my library on deck. It's fun to read. Easy to use. It's easy to accumulate more books that way, too. Digital books tend to be cheaper than physical copies. Man, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. And, you know, I, they also allow you to buy audiobooks on it, too, from Audible. And so, like, I can listen to the same book, the audiobook of the book I'm reading. Helps me keep track with my dyslexia and such. And, like, yeah, books are a fun thing, especially in my favorite season, Autumn. You know, when it's cold outside and it's raining and the trees' leaves are turning different colors and I'm, you know, just like cozy in my room. My room is all clean. Got some slow blues playing on the laptop and, you know, I'm laying in bed all bundled up. Got my tea or like my water and I just like deep dive into these books Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's an amazing thing, you know. I like feeling the chilliness of outside of my room, too, as I'm diving into a book. So, yeah, that's, the, that's like the first number one thing I'm doing. Um, I also listen to audiobooks at the gym, too. So number two is physical exercise. I'm going to continue going to the gym daily. I, I like doing it at night. You know, I, I like walking home as the sun is setting, after a good workout, and um, it, it's easy to just come home. I think it helps me sleep better, too. Though, technically, I think working out in the morning is better for you. Like I think there were studies on that I was reading about, or I was hearing about it in a YouTube video, and people were talking about it on X. Those were three different places I kept getting that kind of information. But, you know, I have a preference. I prefer working out at night and, you know, like late noon kind of thing. And so, like, you know, there's nothing more refreshing than a good workout. Like, I I first do the treadmill and then I do my lifting. And then I go back to the treadmill again. And I work out different targeted parts of my body three days a week in the gym. And then the rest of the week is just like lighter workouts but then it's back to the three training days where i do a heavier intense workouts and then i come home have my creatine have my protein powder eat a bowl of beef oh my gosh man like exercise is fun to me that's why that's why it comes easy for me to be consistent there i actually enjoy it same thing with keto it's easy to stick with because I enjoy the foods that are only available on keto, like just eating a bunch of meat and certain kinds of vegetables, right? And anything, like as long as it's low carb, it's pretty much keto. Low carb, high protein, and, you know, um, it, it's just like, you know, exercise is just fun, but it's even more fun in my favorite season where the atmosphere and vibes are just right for me to do things I enjoy. So basically what I'm saying is October is the month where I'm just doing things I enjoy to the fullest. And then like going to the movies weekly, you know, there's not a lot of good stuff out, I'll admit. And it's been that way for decades. 
but I mean, like, the last 30 years, movies have been declining, and there have been some exceptions, like Oppenheimer, you could argue even Barbie, though that was kind of a woke movie, too, but presented a woke argument in an interesting and fun kind of way. I'll give it that, and it was creative, and yeah, you know what, like, I, I, I like just, even if the movies suck, I like going out and staring at the wall, you know, the screen for a couple hours or so, more or less, and even if it's a totally shitty experience, like a shitty movie, I still got out of the house, and I still did something, and, you know, I was able to just, like, as a hobby, go see a movie, and if I don't like it, I criticize it in my head, and that's a lot of fun. And so it's like, it, it gives me more stuff to, like, do and be active with. You know what I mean? Then there's watching movies at home. Watching movies at home is so much fun. Like, because I get to pick the movies, and I'm not just talking about, like, streaming services. I'm talking about, like, you actually buy the movie because you, you like it. Like if you don't if you haven't seen the movie yet, rent it. It's only like what four ninety nine or something to rent a movie online, depending where you look. Like three ninety nine, I think. I, I can't remember, but yeah, like I I look for anime movies I haven't seen before, and I'll I'll rent them and watch them and try them out. But you know, also a lot of times I just buy them, even 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 if I don't know if I'll like them or not. That way I have a backlog of movies I haven't seen before for when I'm bored or when I'm unstable and I just wrap myself up in bed and, you know, I I have some mindless entertainment there. And so far I liked everything I bought. You know, there's still quite a few movies I have to watch, but I'm always on the prowl for new movies and I'm a really big fan of Japanese anime movies or series. I I haven't read a manga yet. If I were to read a manga, I'd probably start with um, Watamote. I liked the anime. I remember I bought that season, you know, for, like, right before I had my double hernia surgery in June, I remember buying that because I knew I needed something to, like, be obsessed with and, like, watch. And I picked a good choice. And, uh... Yeah, and I'm like, like whenever I really like an anime, I I want to read the manga. So there's Watamote, there's Fate, specifically Fate Zero. But other than that, like movies at night, you know, just make some popcorn, maybe buy a frozen pizza from the grocery store and cook it, and then like leisure on your favorite chair in the living room, and then boom. You're having a good time, and I would always recommend, you know, horror movies. They don't have to be rated R. They could be rated G, PG, PG, or PG thirteen. I don't care. I watched Goosebumps, the 2015 one, and the one that came after that. I thought they were pretty good. They're fun to watch, and I I usually use them to fall asleep anyway. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, watch some watch some scary movies. You know, they don't have to be. Like Texas Chainsaw, people getting tortured and becoming victims. Oh, fuck all that. They can be fun little goofy movies. They can be fun. Don't even worry about it. This is this is this is your month. Don't worry about it. And so it's like, 
yeah, movies are a huge part of this. You see, this is what's so great about the month of September, is you're preparing for the end of the year. And like I've said before on this podcast numerous times, the end of the year is when you want to prepare for the next year. So yeah, I'm going full out sober October. Sober October, baby. I'm doing it. And that will come easy. And I just I wanna I wanna do a full year sober in twenty twenty four too. You know, like I've been working out and even if I only drink once a month and it's my stopping point for drinks, it kills my gains. Kills too many of my gains. Alcohol is too much of a gain killer for me and I do love sobriety more than anything else because it's all I need. It's my default self. And a lot of people feel like they need these like special drugs to make them more creative or a better businessman or, you know, this and that, like more sociable, less insecure. You know, I I, I don't want to be that dependent on a mind altering substance. Okay. Like, even if it is true and beneficial, I don't, I don't want to have a dependency on it. And, you know, I'm talking about all this fun stuff, including working out. Maybe it's not fun for you. But you know what? Let's talk about productivity now. We got to work on our purpose, too. Every day, we got to work on our purpose. I'd reserve that for the morning, right? I always reserve that for the morning. The morning is when I work on my purpose. It's when I wake up and everything's quiet. It's quiet in the house. And I'm able to get deep into my intellectual studies. I'm able to write my newsletter. I'm able to write my blogs. I'm able to work on my video projects and documentaries. I'm able to work on my podcast. I'm able to, uh, you know, knock emails out. I'm not even just some like cold emails, but I got I got real people that I'm connected to that we we prefer to email each other over anything else. Yeah, we follow each other on X, but we love emailing each other. Like, we're just able to organize our efforts better that way. And it helps us manage our relationship with social media to emailing each other. So there's a little unique life hack there. I guess it's technically an oldie. You know, email is kind of a dinosaur, huh? But, like, yeah, if, like, you have someone you just love chit-chatting with and text... Try to get into email so you can have a better relationship with your phone. You can have a better relationship with uh, technology. You can have a better relationship with social media. And yeah, yeah, you get you get their email and then you send them back in the morning. You write them back. Yeah, it's all it's all good, fam. And yeah, the the audiobooks and all that stuff. That's part of my my intellectual studies too. But I got binders in my um, physical bookshelf where i'm printing out information i find online and usually it's information i paid for or obtained obtained through email on some various different topics and then i work on my keynote slideshow for it too for when i do a webinar or live public speaking seminar about it i'd be watching my favorite online mentors you know these motivational people who teach real things you know like, uh, that's what the morning's for, getting, like, motivated like that, and, you know, you're, 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 you're in a productive place, and then once you knock out working on your life's purpose, your existential purpose, your greater purpose, you know, your ideal, your ideals, 
your your success, whether it be financial and or other things, that you you just you just you just made your day like nearly damn impossible to go bad. Because it's really easy to have a really bad fucking day when you don't get to work on your purpose. That's why I always recommend you knock that out first thing in the morning after your meditation and morning routine, or it's integrated in your routine. Like, work on your purpose once you wake up. And then feel free to go to the gym right after. But anyway, like, yeah, that's as far as I'm going to go into the productivity of that. Then the other thing I want to talk about is carving pumpkins. You better believe I'm going to carve some pumpkins. That's fun. I enjoy it. And a lot of people are always telling me, like, you know, Chad, you know, this and that. That'd be really funny if you live streamed that or you made a video about it, you know, or even talked about your studies and your formulas and this and that. Fam, let me live my life. You know, like, if you share the slightest meaningful thing with people in real life or online, you better get ready for people to try to one-up it with something or criticize it in some way or argue it or try to correct it or some shit, like, or misunderstand it. Like, uh, I'm only going to put online, you know, meaningful things I'm okay with that kind of stuff happening to. But let 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 me have let me have my life. Let me have my studies. Let me have my pumpkins. Let me carve my pumpkins. Let me make my jack o' lanterns. Let me have my fun. I know I'm mentioning them here on this podcast, but I mean it's different. Like if it's like a video or something or like social media. But this is a podcast, and here's where I talk pretty much unfiltered about everything I truly think. And then my newsletter is where I have a real filter and I actually think through nuance and all that stuff in my writing. And, you know, X is where I do a bunch of jokes. YouTube is where I post something, leave it up for a while, then private it or delete it. I'll figure it out, fam. Don't don't worry about that. But, yeah, I mean, and for Halloween, I mean, if you can go to a party, uh, do it at your own risk. Because a, a lot of times, like... Whether you're a teenager or older, parties are going to have drugs and other crimes too, and and sometimes even violence. I don't know. Like the older I get, like I quit going to parties when I was like twenty two. <laughs> like it, all the all that shit was just too much, fam. Or I quit going to parties when I was twenty four. I can't remember. It was some any age before my mid twenties. It was in my early twenties. I quit going to parties, and it's just not my thing, and. It's not like the, it's not like the network opportun- networking opportunities were bad or the sex opportunities. No, there's cool stuff at a party, absolutely. But I mean, like I gen- like even at a young age in my early twenties, I I much preferred you know solitude on holidays, or I mean in particular Halloween. Really, on Christmas, I like being with my mom and dad, and Thanksgiving, I like being with my mom and dad. And, you know that kind of stuff, but like with with uh, but with Halloween, yeah, I just I just enjoy watching Goosebumps and reading books and doing all this fun stuff by myself. But if you can go to a party on Halloween or somewhere in October, maybe even multiple times, do it at your own risk. Uh, for me, it's like for me on Halloween. Oh, you have no idea how much pizza I'm about to order, fam. It's gonna be incredible. 
But I'll work it off in the gym. Don't worry. I, I work out every day. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I mean, like, pretty much every day is my dream, fam. Like, I, I'm pretty fulfilled every day. Like, it, it's like I finally recovered from, you know, fa- facing the results I produced in life. But not, But lately, I've just been back on track. And yeah, every day is my dream. And October, it's the most fun I can have. Not just because of all the stuff that I choose to do. Um, but a lot of it is, I mean, all of it is encompassed in the vibe of, of October. October has its own unique vibe here in Western Washington. You know, it's October when it's October, you know, and, uh, but if you do any of these things, don't be reckless with your money, fam. You know, have a budget, be wise about it. Don't go broke to have a good time in October, because I'll just be a bad time in the future and present. But I'm telling you, it's like there, there's libraries you can get books. You know, there's digital libraries with audiobooks. There's, there's a, yeah, you, know, you could do a streaming service thing for for a temporary month if you wanted to, or you know, maybe you have some movies you already own and already watch, like. You know, don't 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 go crazy about this, and you know you don't have to order from the restaurant. You can you can just go to the grocery store like I do and get a frozen pizza. I know it doesn't taste as good, but hell, it's still pizza. But yeah, I mean, the reason this is important, you know, is because October is my favorite season, and I really want to like capitalize on that vibe that I get from my favorite season, where it's all like kind of frozen, you know, like, like things are freezy, things are really cold and the nature looks beautiful and the vibes are just like majestic and magical. And if I just do all these really fun things all the time, it will just like energize me and charge me up and it will just be a really fun time. And yeah, I I do all these things anyway, except carving pumpkins and I, and accept ordering pizza all the time. Like I, I, I do these things anyway, but it, it's not the same until it's like my favorite season. And um, I'm doing them excessively, like a, an absurd amount of these things, multiple times a day, to honor my favorite season. And the last thing I'll say here is like you should really consider how all the things I presented here, with the exception of pizza and carving pumpkins and watching scary movies, how, how, or, you know, let's include watching movies, but they don't have to be scary. But, like, these things are all pretty constructive and healthy. You know, not the pizza, but, like, not the carving pumpkins, but definitely... You know, working out and being in your studies, working on your purpose, all that stuff. Like, these things are going to help you be the best you next year. You know, mentally, physically, and like I said, budget. So if you stick to your budget, you'll be your best self financially too. And, you know, it's like, like, at some point, Either in October or November, I'll talk about 
what I'm going to do to prepare for next year. But in this episode, I just want to leave it at like, this is how I'm making October the most fun and interesting month as possible. Thank you for listening.